Hey, 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 everybody. It's Harlan Williams, and you are rolling down the Harlan Highway with me, Harlan Williams, your host. Welcome, everybody. Uh, great to have you here. What a show we have. Um, unbelievable. Um, going to be talking with my boss, uh, Mr. Featherstone, later in the show. I'm hoping he's, you know having me come up to his office to congratulate me on the 700th episode of the Harlan Highway or, you know, talk about, you know, how we're going to do the, uh, the, the special features on my new app, all that stuff. Um, we're going to be talking a bit more about the, the new Harlan Highway app, which is great. We're also going to be talking about uh, some delicious food. Uh, there's a special time of year when we have a special kind of food. It warms the heart, but now I've discovered a way I can have it every single day of the week if I so desire, and I did it the other day, and it was yummy, and I'm going to tell you guys all about it. It's so yummy, it's disgusting and yucky. Also, uh, the Pope was visiting the United States of America. I'm going to have a few serious words about that towards the end of the show. I found him to be very inspirational, kind of like this podcast, The Harlan Highway! Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce... The Harland Highway. I promise you, I will please you all. Believe me. What is he like? What's he like, anyway? Oh, he's an angel. He's an angel straight from heaven. You're gonna need a bigger boat. You're listening to Harlan Williams. Why don't you give me a name and a face... And a reason why! Oh man, what do you expect? The guy's a jiggle man! <laughs> it's over, Johnny. It's over! Nothing is over! You just don't turn it off! You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. Weird. Just plain weird. You know what I mean? I'm still alive. Well, I'll tell you what I won't give you, you muckers! I won't give you the satisfaction of saying that I'm sorry! Welcome to the Harland Highway. Oh, you get your money for it, believe me. Chatham wishes you and your family a happy Thanksgiving. With savings on all the things you'll need to make your Thanksgiving dinner a special one. Like U.S. government inspected medallion or gold crest young basted turkey. Just 58 cents a pound. Ocean spray fresh cranberries. Only 44 cents a pound. And U.S. number one southern yams. Now five pounds for a dollar. Holiday savings are just part of the wonderful world of Chatham. Let us help make your Thanksgiving something special. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't like a good Thanksgiving dinner, right? The turkey, the stuffing, the gravy. Oh, it's just what what a unique blend of, of foods and flavors that all come together and just uh, fill your mouth with heaven. Right, that that gooey, uh, warm uh, gravy. Oh, and the, the stuffing. Who even knows what it is? It's stuffing. The the turkey, the succulent turkey, and and you wait for it all year for for Thanksgiving, maybe Christmas, and uh, who needs to wait? I want to tell you guys about something I discovered. That's sinfully delicious and disgusting at the same time. Oh, my God. So uh, I don't know how I came across this. I think I was, like, 
shopping at like a Rite Aid or a a drug mart or something once. And you know how how the Rite Aids and the 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 Walgreens, the 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 uh, the drug stores now, instead of just shampoo and pills and hair cream and soap, now they've got like food aisles now, right? So you can go in and they've got like, you know, all kinds of food. I don't know why. It's a drugstore. But I guess, you know, drugstores, food stores seem to sell a lot of drugstore stuff now. They got that whole aisle full of stuff. But anyways, I'm walking through one day and I'm, I thought, oh, there's some groceries. Like, well, I guess I do need a few groceries as I wander through the drugstore. So I was like, why not? So, you know, I thought I'll, I won't do my main shopping, but I'll pick up a couple of little items. And I see this one thing on the shelf and uh, I got the package right in front of me here. It's made by a company called Hormel. H-O-R-M-E-L. Hormel. Oh, wait, since 1891. Jeez. When did these guys go into business? The second they uh, stepped off the Mayflower? Here we are. We're in a new place, a new world, a new continent. Quickly, build a, build a food factory. Um, but what it is, it's, it's one of these things. It's in a little oval package, and it's called Completes. C-O-M-P-L-E-A-T-S, and they underlined eats. Get it complete. Ready in 60 seconds. But guess what it is? Let me read it to you. Hormel completes turkey and dressing made with white turkey, oven roasted white turkey with traditional dressing and rich turkey sauce. Boy, they don't even say gravy. It's turkey. It's rich turkey sauce. Okay, and it's in a dish and it's it's a microwave thing. You punch pla- you punch the plastic film on the top with a knife and you place this thing in the microwave for 1 minute. What are you nuts? How long does it take to prepare a traditional turkey dinner at Thanksgiving? I mean, just to thaw your damn turkey takes 2 days. 2 days. Then you put it in the oven for what 19 hours and let it sizzle and simmer. You're telling me I can have my Thanksgiving dinner in one minute? Hello. Honk. Um, so, uh, so I bought this damn thing and I thought, okay, this is going to be ridiculous. This is going to be disgustingly gross. Why did I even buy it? What's wrong with me? Why don't I just buy a can of dog food? Roar, roar. Shut up. Roar. Shut up. I'm yours. Shut up. Um, so I bought it. I bought the damn thing. And guess what? I put the damn thing in the microwave for one minute. It comes out. I peel the film off the top. Here's this, this big, it looks like a big bowl of gravy. There's so much gravy on it. You can barely see the, the turkey. And I dig in and I thought, oh, this is going to be awful. I take a bite and I'm like, whoa. Well, wait a minute. That actually tastes like Thanksgiving turkey. What What the hell? <laughs> and then I take another bite, and it's soft, and it's gooey, and it's covered with gravy, or as they put it, rich turkey sauce. 
I, I don't believe turkeys have sauce. I think they have blood. If you shoot a turkey or cut its head off, I don't r- think rich turkey sauce comes out. I think it's good old-fashioned blood, turkey blood. So I'm a little scared of the term turkey sauce. Very ambiguous. Why don't we just say uh, chemicals? Um, so, you know, it's not the perfect turkey dinner, but if you're craving that turkey dinner flavor and that smell, good Lord, the, these Hormel turkey dinners, turkey and dressing since 18691, by the way, where I don't even think they had microwaves in 1891, but apparently Hormel was ahead of the curve. I guess, you know, everyone else was boiling stuff in a big black pot over the bonfire, but the good folks at Team Hormel were, you know, in the in the log cabin whipping stuff up in the microwave. God bless them. I bet they made friends with the Indians real quick. What you mean you make them turkey in one minute? Yeah, that's right. We make turkey in one minute. Okay, here, have Minnesota. Um, so, but, but here's the kicker, even though it kind of tastes good in a disgusting, weird way, it tastes good. I, you got to try it for yourself. I don't know. This isn't a commercial. This is just me, but here's the kicker. I thought, man, here's this thing. And it's not refrigerated. It's just sitting on the shelf, a turkey dinner and gravy or quote, turkey sauce sitting on a shelf. And, and the expiration date is like a year away. I went, I went, how is that possible? And then I was like, oh, yeah, salt, salt. That's how they do it. They preserve whenever something's kind of preserved like that, like tuna or salmon, anything in a can, your TV dinners. You know, they just can't shove stuff in there and seal it. They got to have some way to, like, make it stay and one of the methods they use is salt. So I look at the uh, sodium in this thing. And uh, let's see. Total fat, 14%. Saturated fat, 15%. Trans fat, 0 Correct Cholesterol, 13%. Sodium, 41%. Hello. Wow. Um, surprisingly, it's only 290 calories, which isn't bad for a big, uh, you know, Thanksgiving dinner in your face, 20 grams of protein. Uh, but in one minute you can be having your Thanksgiving dinner. So you decide, maybe you want to go out and get one, but you know, with all the stuff you eat every day, you know, burgers, fries, this, that pasta, whatever. You really only have the big turkey dinner once or twice a year. But now, thanks to Team Hormel, you can just whip it up whatever you want for one minute. So, I don't know. I thought it was interesting. Try it if you want. It's up to you. Um, Hormel completes turkey and dressing dinner. Ready in 60 seconds. Hey, Harlan. This is Zach from Indianapolis. Um, just got done listening to podcast number 700. 
congratulations on making it there. Um, so yeah, just uh, a couple things. Um, your new app uh, that you have to pay for. Um, I was curious, why don't you ever have uh, sponsors for your show? Uh, most of the podcasts I listen to usually have sponsors throughout the show. I've noticed you've never really done that. Um, just a thought. Also, uh, maybe you could give us uh, one free preview episode on normal podcast of what the uh, special episode is going to be before everybody does spend the money for the new podcast uh, app. Uh, anyways, just a thought. Uh, maybe you can let us know or reflect on that. Uh, until next time. Well, there he is, Zach, calling in. We've had Zach on the uh, show before. Thank you for the uh, phone call, Zach, and and some excellent, excellent ideas. Um, thank you for uh, the uh, the kudos on the seventh hundred episode. What a delight! Um, and as far as me having sponsors on the show, you know, I've had offers for sponsors. And I think at one point I tried it for a couple of episodes and I just, I don't know. It makes me, I feel like I'm putting something into my podcast that's like a foreign object. It's like, you know, people swallow things by mistake, like safety pins and, you know, needles and, you know, coconuts. It sometimes stuff doesn't belong. So I've, I, I'm not saying I wouldn't do a sponsor maybe if I, I don't know. I just... It feels like it 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 steps on the purity of the podcast. How's that? So after 700 episodes, I've resisted the sponsorship thing. I know it's crazy, um, but as I said, we do kind of need a little money to help keep the podcast going as it as it grows and grows. And so, if I'm gonna ask for money or get money, I'd rather get it organically. Where, you know, people are, are helping out by me giving back something that's part of the show. Um, so that way it's like a give-take thing where if anyone wants to put some money in, they're getting back something special. They're getting something that contributes to the experience of listening to this podcast. So, so that's why I've kind of resisted the sponsorship thing, just to keep my podcast pure and clean and... I don't know. I guess I maybe I'm old-fashioned that way. I don't know. But uh, but um, that's why. And as far as the suggestion of, of giving you a free listen to the bonus stuff, that's a fantastic idea. I don't know why I didn't think of it. That's why I have you guys. That's why I'm turning into Bernie Saunders again. Um, that's a great idea. And what I will do very soon... Um, in the upcoming weeks, I will uh, I will tell you guys about the the new secret podcast that I'm doing, and I will uh, I will play a whole episode. I, I won't do it on a Monday or a Thursday, but I will put it in under the uh, Harland Highway banner, and it'll probably show up as a special episode on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday or a Friday, something like that, and you guys can listen to it, get your head around it, and. And as you said, Zach, see if see if you're interested in in signing up for that as as a as a premium package. I have a feeling you're gonna want to. I'm I'm telling you this this new podcast idea I'm doing is probably worthy of its very own show. And I have a feeling that's where it's gonna go to eventually. But for now, I'm I, I'm gonna do it as a as some premium bonus uh, 
stuff for you guys. But I can't wait to hear your feedback on it and um, see what you guys think. So good stuff. Thank you for uh, the suggestions. And uh, it's all going to shake down in the next little while. Now, for those of you that want to get the uh, app, you can get the app for free at, uh, at your app store, whether you're on Android or whether you're on uh, iPhone. Just type in the Harland Highway, and it's a great app. And then if you want to sign up for the premium uh, package, I think you can do it through the app. Or if you want to go directly to the website, it's harlandhighway.lisbon. L-I-B-S-Y-N, harlandhighway.lisbon.com backslash podcast. I know it's a mouthful, but once you're there, you can sign up for the premium uh, stuff. So harlandhighway.lisbon, L-I-B-S-Y-N.com backslash podcast. So I hope you guys uh, get there, give it a chance, and uh, sign up for the premium stuff. Uh, right away when you sign up for the premium stuff, you get all the back, uh, the back episodes. Um, so we, we give we give away the first fifty are no charge, and then anything in the archives below fifty is uh, part of the premium package. So at, at this point, six hundred and fifty episodes uh, is what you're paying for, and I, it's dirt cheap. I think it's eight or ten dollars a year. It's, unbelie- it's an unbelievable deal for all the content you're going to be getting. So I, I hope you check it out. The new Harland Highway app. And What? Oh, he does? Okay. Why? Because you got a letter? Okay, Roger's telling me in my earpiece here that my, uh, my boss, Mr. Featherstone, on the 12th floor, I guess one of your emails came through from the Pavement Pounders. He read it. And he, he wants to see me, Raj? Yeah. Okay, well, I can go up there. Uh, let, can we read the letter, though, from, from the Pavement Pounder? Just so people know what I'm getting into here. Okay, so we have a letter from one of you guys. He sent it in through the website, harlowwilliams.com. And I guess uh, my boss, Mr. Featherstone, he gets automatically gets CC'd on all this stuff. And he read it, and he wants to see me, so I'm going to read the letter. Okay, put it up on the... There we go. All right, let me read this. Okay, this is from uh, Jim Barbie. Jim Barbie wrote in, and he says, Harland, a five-year-plus loyal pavement pounder, before you even coined that phrase, who's been there for your 400, 500, and 600 podcasts. Wow, thank you, Jim Barbie. That's unbelievable. Um, Noticeably absent from your 700th podcast was any mention of your boss, Mr. Featherstone. Did he put you up to the premium subscription feature? Won't he be pocketing all the money? Is there any truth to the rumor that Mr. Featherstone has gone missing and that you are now a person of interest in his disappearance by LAPD? Yours truly, James C. Barbie from Arlington Heights, Illinois. Well, hey, Jim, thank you for, for this great letter. Uh, I, I'm, I, You know, you're, it's interesting. Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, Featherstone did not say anything to me about um, my 700 podcast, which is a big milestone. And you're right. Now I'm suspicious. I, I wonder where the money is going. 
And obviously he hasn't been abducted or anything like that because he just called down and wants to see me. So I'm going to go up there. Roger, wire me up. I'm going to take everyone up with me because I have a feeling Featherstone's got something nice to say. After 700, he better uh, better have something nice to say. And by the way, I'm going to ask him where the money's going for uh, the premium membership. So let's go upstairs. Uh, Raj, throw to a commercial, and then I'll make my way up in the elevator, and we'll pick it up with the live feed uh, up on the 12th floor. So come on, folks. Let's go up and see my boss, uh, Mr. Featherstone. Fresh is a walk through the woods on an early spring morning. Fresh is a gentle breeze that takes you by surprise. Fresh is simple with summer's eve, the most convenient disposable dish you can buy. This exclusive one-piece unit means there's nothing to assemble. And it's available in two fragrances, or vinegar and water, the solution doctors recommend. With Summer's Eve, freshness has never been simpler. Well, here I am, gang. Uh, I'm up on the 12th floor in in the lobby uh, outside my boss's office, Mr. Featherstone. Uh, There's the receptionist. Betty, hello? That's his receptionist, Betty, over there typing. Hello, Betty? Betty? Hello? Okay, well, nothing. Um, well, okay, middle finger. Um, nice to see you too, Betty. Um, okay, she's waving me in. She's. I'm, I'm going in. Thank you, Betty. Thank you. Yeah, I'm going in. Um, hello? Hello, uh, Mr. Featherstone. How are you, sir? Hello? It, sir, it's uh, Harlan Williams here to see you, sir. Who? Ha- Harlan Williams, sir. H- how? Wally Will Willie? Sir, Harlan Williams from the Harlan Highway podcast? Wally Will Woods Willie Plum Plah? Harlan, Harlan Williams from the Harlan Williams pod. What are you saying? You're, you're making me confused, sir. Well, if you're confused, how am I supposed to get it right? Who the hell are you? Sir, I'm going to say it slowly, concisely, and precisely. What are you rhyming now? What are you, Dr. Seuss and his adventures in Fun Funville? What? You know, Dr. Seuss, he rhymed everything and he had went on uh, bubbly adventures in Bubbleville or whatever. I, I'm not sure. What do you want? I'm busy. Sir, well, I, you asked me up here uh, because of my 700th episode of my, my podcast. Pod, pwah. Podcast, sir. Don't raise your voice at me, lemon time. Lemon time? What? What do you? What do you want? I'm, I'm a little baffled, sir. You look baffled. You look like you just stuck your head between a stripper's tits and got smacked with a sledgehammer. Sir, that is a little inappropriate. So is your face. Sir! What do you want? Uh, what's your name again? Harland Williams. Halloween Nights? Not Halloween Nights. How does that even come close? Sit down and tell me what you want. Well, sir, I, I did my 700 uh, podcast. Plah, plah. Sir, it's podcast. Whatever. Sounds like a skunk farted on a mushroom to me. 
Sir! What do you want? Well, it's not what I want, sir. I was told you wanted me to come up here, and, and I assume it was to talk about the, the podcast and, you know, the, the, uh, the, the, you know, where the money goes when people, you know, subscribe to it for the special features and all that. Well, let me ask you this before I do any of that. Okay. Have you ever farted on a baby gorilla or a baby cheetah? What? You know when animals are babies? Yes. All right, gorillas got those wrinkled up little faces with the big eyes, and cheetahs look like little fluffy kittens that just came out of the dryer. Yes. All I'm asking you, have you ever farted on either one of those? What? Why would I fart on an innocent little animal, baby? Ah, uh, because it's fun. Hello? You should see their eyes start to burn. It's like the first time they ever cried or something. Sir, that is cruel. So is your face. What? Sir, what are we doing with the 700, with the, the podcast? Are you the guy that's doing this thing where you got the bonus features and people can subscribe and they get like a special, uh, you know, they, they pay like 10 bucks or something? Yes, sir. Oh, well, that money's going to me. Excuse me? That money's going to me so I can send my kid to singing school. Wait a minute. Campfire Timmy? Yeah, that's right. Wait a minute, sir. I'm not taking money from my listeners so I can send your bratty kid to sing at singing school. I hope you just didn't call my kid bratty. Well, sir, I'm just calling a spade a spade. How dare you? If you think I'm giving the money to you so you can take it downtown and spend it at those funny little bars you go to. What funny little bars, sir? Oh, you know the one, the, uh, the, uh, Rusty Sunset? The Rusty Sunset. Uh-huh. What? Uh-huh. Sir, the money should not... I want to put the money back towards the podcast. Pra-pra-pra? The podcast, sir! Don't raise your voice to me, apple lemon meringue pie ass. Sir! Let me ask you something. Have you ever farted at a Pioneer Village? Excuse me, sir? You know the Pioneer Village? It's like a theme place for the history or whatever. And you go in and there's people dressed up like the old days. Yes? Well, that's what I'm asking. You ever fart on like a wagon wheel or a, sometimes you got the girl in the milkmaid thing churning butter? You ever fart on a butter churner? Sir, I do not walk around farting on things. Yeah, it's probably because you're downtown at your funny little bars. What funny little bars, sir? Oh, I don't know. How about the slippery foam booth, for one? The slippery foam booth. Uh-huh. Excuse me? Uh-huh. Sir, you know, how about this one? The olive oil laptop. That's, well, I don't even, I've never even heard of that. Yeah, right. Sure, you and all your guy friends go there and, uh, you know, dance around in your PJs. Uh, sir, I don't even know how to answer that. Let me ask you this, and be serious, look me right in the eye when you answer. 
Yes, sir. Have you ever farted? Sir, I don't fart on things. Shut your grease hole and listen. Good Lord, sir. Have you ever farted on an accordion? Sir, I don't fart on musical instruments. Well, you will. By the way, isn't that the name of one of your funny little bars? The veiny accordion? Sir! Ah! Uh, sir, I'm, I'm, sir. Ah! Uh, what are we doing with the money? And by the way, I would like a congratulations for my 700th podcast, please, sir. Oh, you would, would you? Well, why don't I just get a bunch of daisies and throw them in your bathtub while you're rolling around with your guy friends? Sir, I don't roll around in my bathtub with my guy friends. Yeah, I bet you do. Probably like a walrus covered in uh, fudge grease. Sir, (coughs) I am not a walrus covered in fudge grease. Ah, sir. Ah, by the way, you ever fought underwater and it floats up into the air and pops in your grandmother's face? Sir, that's not even physically possible. It's called a fart bubble, asshole. Sir, do not call me names. You're telling me you've never farted underwater and the bubble floats up out of the bathtub, floats down the hall, your grandmother's coming out of the linen closet or something, and pop right in her face a broccoli casserole fart. Sir! You know what? This is going nowhere. I'm getting fart questions. I'm, you're accusing me of going to funny little bars. Well, that's where you go, isn't it? On Saturday night. Sir? How about Uncle Blimpy's Fun Room? You ever go to that one? I've never even heard of Uncle Blimpy's Fun Room, sir. Ah, uh, sir. Ah. Uh, all right, I'm out of here, sir. I got no respect from you. I didn't get a congratulations. You're you're diverting the money from our listeners, our, our prized listeners, our wonderful listeners, and you're sending your, your kid to singing school. What are you going to do about it? I own this station, I own this network, and I own your stupid prod prop. It's a podcast. I'll say it how I want. And if you don't like it, you can go stick an onion in an electrical socket and suck an electric onion. There's no such thing as an electric onion, sir. There is if I say there is. And you'll watch your tone, or I'll make you suck some electric broccoli right out of a vacuum cleaner, you puffed-up freak face. Sir, get out of here. I got, I got, listen to this. I got a phone call coming in. Boy, oh, boy, sir. I bet boy, oh, boy, for you. Chef Boyardee, you ever been to that bar? Chef Boyardee's Fudge House? Stop it! Get out of here. I got to take this phone call. Thanks for nothing, sir. Oh, you're welcome. It's free. Get out of here. Jeez. Well, here I go. That led to absolutely nothing. I got verbally abused. He accused me of... He doesn't even know how to say the name of my podcast. I don't know why I even come up here. Betty, thank you. I'll see you next. Betty? Okay, she just flipped me off again. Uh, Hey! She just threw a pencil at me. Thank you. Goodbye. Roger, play a commercial. Can you hear me, Roger? 
Yeah, play a commercial. I'm going back down to the studio. I'm pissed. Cat. Hat. In French, chat chapeau. Good. In Spanish, you're a gato in a sombrero. Mm. In German, you're a katza in a hut. I also know. You're a gunka in a bunker conking Eskimo. By George, I think he's got it. Now, if you will allow me, sir, but please don't think I'm pushing. I think that I can tell you what you are in, in, in Russian. What? Shabka, schlapa. You're a shabka in a schlapa. Hey! Hey! Well, I'm glad to be back in the studio away from my dopey boss. What a nutbag. What's wrong with that guy? My apologies to anybody who's been offended by anything he said about farting or gay bars or... Anything. He's just such a knob. And I don't even care if he hears this. Um, But speaking of of good people versus him, I want to uh, close the show out with just a little comment about uh, the visit of the Pope to the United States of America. Um, You know, it it was a lot of hoopla, a lot of people, uh, you know, running around having Pope mania. And, uh, you know, at first I thought it was a lot of hysteria and a lot of, uh, you know, overdoing it. And I thought, what's, what's with all this, this stuff for the Pope? Why, why so much stuff for the Pope? And, uh, and then on, uh, Saturday, I, uh, I watched him give his, uh, I don't want to say speech or sermon, but he, he, he gave his, his words, he offered his words up. Uh, at the gathering of the families in Philadelphia, and uh, I guess he had a uh, a sermon or a speech of some kind prepared, and um, he decided to just go right off it and improvise it according to what all the reporters said. And he went on for about maybe fifteen minutes, twenty minutes or so, and they had an interpreter there who who spoke English. You know, the Pope would talk a little bit in his native tongue, and then he'd stop, he'd pause and let the interpreter uh, say it out loud in English so everyone in the audience could hear it. And uh, the Pope was just so uh, engaging and bright and, and charismatic, and you could kind of feel his charisma right through the camera lens. And he was kind of a, you know, he came across very serious and stoic, but at times he just lightened up and he kind of like started smiling or laughing or saying something humorous. And his whole face just lit up when he smiled and his eyes would sparkle and they filled up with a youthfulness youthfulness and a mischievousness. And uh, there was just something very captivating about him that I really enjoyed watching. But more than anything... And, uh, you know, this, this little commentary isn't about being religious or anything, but more than anything, I felt after he talked and, and during him talking, um, you know, he, he said some very interesting things. And whether you believe in God or don't believe in God, if, you're, if you believe in a religion, if you practice a religion or not, I think as a human being, you might have connected to him and his message and his energy. And he said that before any of this, any of this stuff we know, any of the things that humans bring to the world, 
any of the human problems, any of the human feelings, any of the human situation, before there was anything, before God even created the world, he, he created love. And, and that's, a, that's a big thing to wrap your head around. And, and you might be going, oh, God, so religious and everything. But, but really, if you listen to what he says, that he created love before he created the world. And then he created the world. And then he created families. And that families were an expression of love. And, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not quoting it word for word, but it was very, uh, it was very, very interesting to hear it. And, and here's the part I wanted to talk about. It, it, it was, I, I found it very powerful and positive and loving, the message. And whether it was the Dalai Lama saying it or, or um, a Muslim leader or, uh, you know, uh, a, a rabbi, it didn't matter to me because the overall message was about us as a humanity, us as human beings all together. He wasn't just talking to Catholics. He was talking about the world and all the people in it. And he kind of wrapped his arms around everybody and talked about how, how love was the driving force of the world. Love was stronger than evil. Love, love propelled us forward and that we, we should never forget the, the power of love and what love does and how love is what really keeps us together in the end. But beyond the message, whether you, you got entranced by that message, you absorbed that message or not, here's the part that really struck me. And I hope you guys, everybody listening can appreciate this or my point of view on this. You know, we live in a world that lately seems to be getting darker and darker. You know, the atrocities by ISIS, the atrocities by um, the Al-Qaeda, the fighting in the world, Afghanistan, the Middle East, Russia, you know, the, 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 the uh, atrocities in, in Sudan, you know, uh, militant groups kidnapping 200 girls, people being, be, being beheaded. And I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer here, but there's an element to our world that's very dark. And you hear it on the news repeated over and over and over again. And, and there's kind of been this like veil of kind of foggy darkness that seems to lay on top of the activities of humankind right now. And there's not a lot of people preaching the light, you know, preaching the good, preaching hope. And I mean, maybe there are in your local communities, but on a big global worldwide uh, way, there really isn't. You know, there's politicians giving the typical political talk and standing up at the podium and saying, we're a great country and we can do anything and blah, blah, blah. But with the, with the Pope, it was different. It, it was almost like the Pope's words and his charisma and his warmth and, and, and just everything he said, it almost felt like that, you know, you know, when you see a dark cloudy day and it's been raining and all of a sudden, the, the, the sun kind of pushes the clouds aside and the light pushes through the, the grayness and the darkness. And you can see the sun hit the land and you can feel it on your skin. And what, what a difference the brightness makes. And I'm going to, you know, emphasis on that word, the brightness. 
because that's what I felt the Pope did when he talked into the cameras and addressed the world and addressed that crowd. I'm not using the word religious. I'm not using the word Catholic or or uh, anything tied to religion or or you know Jesus or anything like that because I don't think that's what it was. What I felt was he just punched a hole in the darkness and, and brightness came through. And it washed over me and it washed over the crowd and it really felt good. I got to say, in, in, a, in a world where, you know, I don't say I walk around and look at the darkness in the world. I don't, I don't walk around under a gray cloud and go, oh God, what a horrible world. But we're, most of us aren't blind to some of the bad things that happen in the world, right? And that can cause psychologically, that can cause us to feel like, ah, there's, 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 this, there's this bad stuff going on out there. But in that moment, I felt like that the Pope kicked the door open and, and in a way that maybe sometimes we forget. He goes, no, 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 there's a lot of good out here. There's a lot of light. There's a lot of hope. There's a lot of, there's a lot of energy. There's a lot of love and the power that love brings. And... Uh, it was very powerful to me, very moving, and uh, I really enjoyed it. I, you know, I didn't, I didn't know that I would. I, I, I just started watching, and I got drawn in, and it made me feel really, really good to know that, that you know, there's a force like the Pope that can make an impact on people and remind us of the light and, and all the good in the world. And as I said, it doesn't even have to be uh, based on religion, it can just be based on him as a human being making us feel and remind that from another human being. So uh, really cool. I don't know if any of you guys uh, had an effect from the Pope being here or if you watched him or you listened to him or you even cared. But uh, as I said, at the end of the day, I feel like people like him regardless of, of what their religion is, are, are very important to, I would say, the soul of humanity to remind, remind us all that, that light always wins, light always prospers, light, light is the source of, I guess, love and, 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 and never, never let the darkness knock you down and keep you down and make you feel like there is no more light. And so we're grateful for people like him that can remind us of that and show us that. And uh, it was a beautiful thing. So there you go. A few little comments on his holiness, the Pope, from me to you to close it out. I don't know what your interpretations were. I'd love to hear if you have some thoughts about it. 323-739-4330. You're welcome to... uh, Leave comments, and uh, and I'll leave I'll leave it right there. Thinking about the uh, the Pope, the old eighty something year old Pope, bring it the light, man. Um, and uh, speaking of bringing the light, uh, like I said, uh, please uh, get the app. Now be aware the app is uh, brand new. So we've already had a few little phone calls and and emails and stuff about things that. Uh, are still a bit sticky. Maybe uh, there, there was a couple of little tech issues, but we're working those bugs out as quickly as we hear about them. Uh, it's nothing major. 
Uh, on Apple, there was a little bug where if you tried to press the uh, the phone number to call the show, it didn't connect. It worked on Android, but it did not work on on uh, Apple. But we have that fixed already and a few other tiny little things. But uh, please go and get the app. <clears throat> Sign up for the premium service. It's, it's going to be really fun this year having the premium service. And, of course, I'll fill you on more about that, including the new podcast. Uh that I've been uh, kind of teasing you about. So check it out um, on your phones, the Harland Highway app. Uh, and then let's see, do we have some uh, stand-up comedy announcements here? Yes, we do. Uh, October 8th to the 11th, I will be in Portland, Oregon. Fantastic. At a, a comedy club called Helium. Great room. Uh, October 8th to 11th, Portland, Oregon. Please go to harlandwilliams.com and click on my stand-up schedule for all the info and tickets. And then uh, two weeks later, I'll be in Denver, Colorado. Love myself some Denver. Um, That was where the Harland Highway actually originated when it used to be on terrestrial radio before I turned it into a podcast. October 23rd and 24th, Friday and Saturday night only. Please uh, come on down, all you pavement pounders, to uh, the Comedy Works in Denver, Colorado. Again, all the info is on my website at harlandwilliams.com. While you're there, check out our store. we got all kinds of fun merchandise for you. And uh, you can write me at harlandwilliams.com. You can phone me. Again, the phone number is 323-739-4330. All that stuff is in the app, by the way, the new app. If you want, you just press a button on the app to write to me or press a button on the app to phone me, and uh, and you're in, man. You're in like Flint Stone. Um, so uh, looking forward to uh, having you guys join up onto that app, and uh, thanks again. And that's it for today. We are done. I'm going to go back down to Mr. Featherstone's office and throw a pie in his face or something. And until next time, always remember, look for the light, feel the light, walk in the light, believe in the light, ladies and gentlemen. And also believe in chicken chow mein, baby. Have you ever farted on a baby gorilla? Or a baby cheetah. What?